Hey, yo, what up? This is your boy, All Black. I just wanted to tell you before this episode starts, a couple things I've said in here. My opinion may have slightly changed. Not enough to make a whole new opinion. Just a different point of view on a couple things, and I'm going to touch on that next week or next episode. But in the meantime, between time, the only real thing that's changed is really different is that Tory Lanez has liked the status about excusing him for shooting Megan Thee Stallion and the pictures and stuff of Megan Thee Stallion's feet or whatever have coming out. And for myself, I'll be real. After interest, uh, looking back at this situation, made me see some things in my life a little bit differently. I still stand by what the hell I said, but it just made me think, had me think back on the situation. I had a friend. My friend did some, put his hands on his wife, and I never thought about things differently. I remember when it had happened, our whole thing was just telling, you know, his wife that, hey, just don't press charges on this man. He's okay. You good. And I never really in that situation looking now thought about the wife. Excuse the noise, man. I'm busy doing crap. But, and that made me think differently. All I cared about was my homie and that was a real person, that lady, you know, so if she listened to this and if you ever hear it, I'm sorry, you know, and it's a lot of other stuff and how a lot of times black women look out for black men. I'm still skeptical and this black woman, I know her so I, I could take up and vouch for her. And to, to the credit for black women looking out for black men through this whole thing that she, my people have went through, she still tried to do the best she could to look out for him and be fair to herself. And a lot of times, you know, it just made me, after listening to this, made me think a little bit. I still don't trust nobody. But yeah, kudos to black women. Black women go out their way to look out for us all the time. And for a record, I never said they did. But just being honest and real, I could have just not did this episode. I could have scrapped it, but I'm going to keep it. Because what I felt is what I felt at the time. So, roll them. This is the I Black Man Podcast. Offensively Black. It's me. It's me. It's M-A-P. Hey, yo, what up? It's your boy. Miles Amadeus Prower, once again, back and offensively black. You know what it is. What's up? Well, I know I was supposed to been doing every other week and I'm kind of a liar. I hate to be that, but I figure, eh, you know, it's like a George Young lie. You know, I said I was going to bring you 15,000. I couldn't do it. There's 30,000. Mm, you know what I'm saying? So here we are, just trying to uh, just keep it going, stay relevant. You know what I'm saying? Stay in your ear holes. I'm um, in a pretty good mood, man. You know what I'm saying? Not a really good mood. Trying to have a positive perspective on things. You know what I'm saying? And for me, that is a consistent effort. You know what I'm saying? I am a pessimist. I can talk all day about how things suck. Because right now I got a, my little makeshift studio I put together in my basement. It was too hot upstairs, you know what I'm saying? So had to put it in a man cave, trying to work it out, po man's thing, you know, moving blankets the whole day. So it may be, you know, quality may dip a little bit for a second till I get it figured out. But I figured, you know, slow motion is better than no motion. You know what I'm saying? So just find a real interest in the things that's been going on. It's like um, I had to cut some ties with some people, and it's just funny how when you don't fuck with people, people keep trying to get in touch with you, or, you know. And that's just a thing in my life that I've noticed. You know, when I'm off it, 
when I ain't fucking with nobody and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's for motherfuckers want to appreciate you and shit. But it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I just find that funny. And, you know, just about, I guess, as all of you have known, y'all seen what Ice Cube has said about, you know, the election and shit. It was pretty much exactly the same thing that I've been saying this whole damn time, you know. Like, I'm talking to my moms today. I'm trying to explain it to her. And I said, imagine the government is a dragon, okay? And the Democrats is one head. The Republicans are another head. No matter who eats you, you still go to the same body. So even if the heads have completely different personalities, they're still attached to the same thing. And, you know, to piggyback on what Ice Cube said, I agree with him. You know, it's it's interesting position you're in when you're choosing someone purely because they're not somebody else, you know. And I get it. And, you know, no way when I say this shit, everybody thinks, oh, you're pro-Trump. No, no, I'm not pro-Trump at all, you know. And shout out to my wife again. Thank God for her, as I always say, because she helps me in my trying to remain positive and stay in a good mood and stuff. I feel like I'm a trying to, you know, be appreciative, like I'm a lucky black man, you know. Side note, you know, I don't know if ever y'all heard about the Moors. Look it up, pretty interesting stuff about, you know, taught white people how to bathe and um supposedly I don't have all the math, I mean all the data. But look it up, they was here before Columbus and them, side note, look up the Queen of California. So real interesting stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I might name this episode a lucky more. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to just be a lucky man. I'm a lucky black man. That's funny. Side note, I guess over in England and whatever, and I always get that show confused, you know, because I'm a dumb American. But over there, they used to call, I guess, as a slur, black or more. You know what I'm saying? So that's another thing that's kind of interesting. You know, know your history. So I don't know. Feeling good mood, kind of buzz. It's five hours kicking in. But as I was saying about the government and stuff, I understand. I got to talk to my mom and a lot of people. They don't feel oh, saying my wife. There you go. Thank God for my wife. She when I first met her, she didn't believe in any of this shit that I was talking about or just, you know, conspiracy theories and things I was saying. I would point out after a while. She starts seeing it like, damn, you right. Like I used to tell her shit like, hey, peep this. Every time it's a, it's, it's a black, it's a gay dude on TV. Right. Or it's a gay, the token gay. Right. Yeah. How often they watch it? They, they're the black dude. You know what I'm saying? And she'd be like, dang, you you, you kind of right in it. Yeah, you know, like I even watch them, you know, cartoons with my daughters. I love Teen Titans Go, but I also peep. I think uh, Cyborg is the main one who, if anyone, dresses in drag. Did a whole episode in drag and it was hard for him to. But I get it. And that's me just looking extra deep into that shit. You know, I'm the same nigga who will watch um, Craig of the Creek. Great cartoon. Love it. If you got kids, Cartoon Networks by black people. Full of black stuff. It's just great. Um, only problem is, you know, Terry Crews, fuck him. But other than that, I'm the one that can't come to the sun, can't have a black girlfriend. But yeah, and anyway, saying all that to say, I got her around to seeing what I'm saying. And, you know, I didn't have to sell it. You know, and I gave up. She started listening. And that's what it was. Again, if y'all hearing all this shit in the background, I'm sorry. I, I'm kind of closer to the first floor than I was, of course, you know, when I was on the second floor. I don't know. So anyway, all that stuff with the government, I just look at it and like it comes down to like two schools of thought. You know what I'm saying? Whether you have faith and hope and whether you don't, I don't. 
I don't have faith. Blind faith in anything, and I don't try to deal in hope. I said it before, hope. There's nothing to rain hope in. You know what I'm saying now? Hopefully next episode I can get more into the beat and potatoes of this shit. You know, but what I want to talk about right now is just if you get a chance to Google the amount of black massacres there have been in American history since the beginning of this country. Rosewood, um, Black Wall Street, it's a lot of that stuff. I believe, you know, the neighborhood in Central Park, I think it was a black neighborhood they got rid of. You know what I'm saying? All this shit has been happening since the inception of this country. You know, Tuskegee experiments, all this shit. Ain't nothing unchanged. Uh, I forgot the people out there. Was that Philly? They fucking burnt that whole damn block down to get them people. You know, a government based or not even based allowing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, nothing has really changed. And it's like I was saying online for Trump and all his evils and, and all the stuff that Trump do. And even for the Republicans who can't stand him and they think, oh, he's horrible and he's vile and this and that. How many of them actually went on strike or quit? I didn't come to work or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. Nobody quit. Nothing changed. So with that being said, them niggas ain't, they ain't you ain't that mad. It's a job. It's a system. System meant to be upheld. Now, if if you can look at it from the beginning of it till now, it's made and it has helped who? White people, preferably white men. Anything we've ever got, it was reluctantly they gave it to us. It's never been a time means people, I mean, look at just the white man, the white, the Caucasoid man, the European, however you want to say it. Look at them systematically throughout history. We had anything we've got from them. We've either had to get through violence or massive sacrifice. It's never been a time been a time when they were just like, oh my bad. Uh oh, spaghettios. Nah. Freed Haiti and you charged them niggas. America do all this foul shit. They still oppress black and brown people all over the world. You know what I'm saying? All this shit you looking at, we talking centuries of. But this one nigga is supposed to be president with this lady and come in and change that shit and undo that shit. How is that going to happen? Now, okay, you reaching maps. Okay, I'll give you that. What has he promised you to piggyback on what Mr. O'Shea Jackson said? What is that nigga giving us? Now, unless I miss something that Biden has promised, some, promised us, from last I heard, the nigga couldn't, wouldn't even legalize weed. Or decriminalize weed. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, you see a little clip or whatnot. Of him talking about reparations to somebody asking him about that shit. He does not want to say yes. He's like, well, you know, if it works out and the money, you know, and, and the, the data comes back like, nigga, yes or no? Do you think black people need help? Just my man had a good point. Even if you gave every black person in America right now a good paying job, that shit still wouldn't put us on an even playing field. And if you're not saying money, then what the fuck are you saying? Nigga's not saying nothing. And again, this brings me back to the whole shit with the election. These motherfuckers pander to you now. Kanye is a coon. I will give him that much as I love Kanye and the music he's made. And I'm a stand and I ain't gonna lie about that. Niggas right. A lot of you niggas vote Democrat just because it's Democrat. 
Now, I'm not saying vote Republican by no means. But what I'm saying is, it's like they got you either or. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can make my kids eat vegetables if I give you two choices. If I can control the two choices you get, I can control what you do. You know what I'm saying? If I want you to eat this this carrot, I'll give you a horrible other alternative. And yeah, nigga, shit, better than that than this fucking soggy ass uh, lettuce. Oh, yeah. Can I get two carrots? You know, that's what you got to look at on top of that. Let's, let's be real, dog. Who, who is all this shit for? The 1%? You don't give a fuck about nobody else. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, I don't know. I don't want to sit here because it's like I'm talking about how lucky I'm blessed I'm trying to be. And I'm trying to be blessed. But this is how I look at the government and I'm not even tripping. I'm just trying to share my point of view with you. Like I said, you see what Obama won. It's one thing I heard somebody say and it was a good point. We didn't ride Obama's ass like we should have. Nigga just thought he was going to come in and do something. You know, you got to pander and all that shit. I get that. Also, I say shame on that nigga. We shouldn't have to pander. But that's a whole other conversation. You know, but you got to play the game. You know what I'm saying? If you want to win, you got to play the game. I'll give you that. Even though I'm the one who said flip over the fucking table and set the whole house on fire. Fuck the game. But that's just me. So, yeah, you know, with the Biden and Kamala Harris. Kamala, I'm not sure. I keep wanting to be like Kamala, like the wrestler, you know. (laughs) But, you know, I don't trust nothing. And with that and, and people talking about her, you know, you got a lot of people talking all this and that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like. Nigga, you don't act like historically black people haven't had to been like, hey, we got fucked over by other black people historically. Now, I'm not saying don't trust black people because that in itself is the conundrum. But, nigga, after I heard out, I'd heard about Nelson Mandela sold out in South America, I was like, damn, anybody can sell out. You know what I'm saying? So, you every time you see a black person want to move up trying to play the game and then it's like we are the only people really who when you see a nigga doing good in they system you thinking what is that nigga doing to move up you know what i'm saying it's another part of racism sorry if y'all hear this shit that's my son upstairs on his fucking um walker but anyway you know what i'm saying and really think about that shit black people we are probably the only people and maybe we not i'm sure it's some of them in every race but yeah, it's it. We have systems that that it's like that can that you have to go through. The nigga that you can be the coolest person in the world and still sell out. Like you see, you got people who black, not wanting to support pro black stuff because of their religion, and that's that same person you kick it with and all that stuff with, and you wouldn't know until that time came. Not to mention that you got people trying to win favors. Not even to mention that you got black folks just getting old. No, do you get the less radical you become because you don't want to die. You know, I admit I'm jaded in the sense that nigga, uh, I guess they say I'm militant. I don't know what it is. I just think the way I feel. I feel the way, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, if it's up to me, nigga, I'm like, burn it down. All of that shit. Kill them in their house where they sleep. But yeah, you know, like, I'm also the main one. Like, why is everybody saying, arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor? No, kill the killers of Breonna Taylor. You're going to arrest them and get them to, to arrest the cop to give them the cops? No, kill they ass. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. That's just me. Let me move this shit along. Sorry, y'all, for this is probably being one of the most boring episodes I've ever done. If so, I apologize. It wasn't my intent. Let's move on to this uh, Megan Thee Stallion situation. I'm not even about to do no what's trending. You're just going to breeze through this shit. A lot of people I've been talking to and seeing a lot of shit on here, and it's really funny. It's a lot of dudes saying, you know, standing up, supposedly, for Megan the mayor. 
And I don't knock them. A lot of these niggas, I think, is fraudulent, you know. But it's cool when I get it, you know. Some dudes is for real. A lot of dudes is fake. You just repeated the same thing, Maps? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. With that being said, I feel. All, everybody getting mad talking all this hoo-hoo, rah-rah, blah-blah. Nobody was there. Unless you was there, you can't say what fucking happened. You can just give your take and your opinion on it. A lot of people getting mad at me. I'm giving my take and opinion on it. And like I said, I don't believe neither one of these motherfuckers. I don't see, okay, she's trying to protect them. I guess I can maybe believe that. Maybe believe that, you know. And with that, side note, put a pin in that side note. Quit saying that niggas have to believe black women. Black women don't have to believe black men. I'm not saying that complaining. I'm saying that because it's just a fact. You don't have to believe anybody. And you get somebody like me, I don't believe anything I hear off top. I take the fucking information, I do my research, and I come to my own conclusion. Because I know from even dealing with my kids, both my kids can say what the hell they think it is and how they saw it, which is only their perspective. And I can sit back and watch the whole thing and see it a completely different way. So my thing with that and them, I don't really care either way. Like I said before, I found the timing of the whole situation and the dropping of the video kind of interesting because it keeps her name out there and the video's doing good. Or the song, I don't know. But from what she said, if you got shot in your both of your feet, supposedly, you got a witness there. If at the end of all this thing, if you're not going to press charges, you're not going to die for this song, what was the point of all this? And then it gets me because, okay, I can believe maybe you were really genuinely trying to look out for this dude. You know, and, I, I, and kudos to that because I know a lot of black women have looked out for me. You know, my woman argues me to look out for me. You know what I'm saying? So well, black women were amazing, amazing, amazing. But with that said, it's like the story's not being told the whole way, you know. And it's like, she never really said what they argued about. Now, you don't got to. And this is another thing. It's like she getting mad that people making up their own stories. I know I'm my own family, nigga. If something happened, if I get like a fat lip, me and my cousin go to the store, come back, I got a fat lip. They're going to be like they got in a fight. They're going to come up with their own story if I don't tell them what the fuck happened. And it's not because of it, that they they trying to figure it out. This is what people do. So once it gets out there, if you don't want to entertain that shit, that's cool and that's your right. But don't get mad when people start coming to their conclusions and saying all this shit, making posts and turning you into a meme and shit. That's just the nature of the beast you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? When dealing with fame, when dealing with Hollywood, it's like uh, one of my favorite Iron Maiden um, lyrics. Well, what did he say? We grease the joints of the war machine and we feed it with our babies. That that's fame. That's Hollywood. You grease his joints and you feed it. It's your babies and your life. This is what you give up for what you have. You know, now me, I wouldn't put shit past nobody. Shit. Kardashians pimped out Kim to get on and it worked. Kim is probably about to be done with Kanye, crush him, take his name, his catalog. God forbid if something happens and he dies, get to have the name, the catalog and the bloodline. I'm bouncing around here right now anyway. But yeah, it's like after I find that shit out. I don't put shit past nobody. I'd have heard some foul stories and not just to say that all oh, women are greedy. No, human beings are greasy. So I don't put shit past nobody ever. I would entertain hearing about the idea that maybe she paid this nigga. To, and blah. I don't know. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't put this shit past nobody. So with all that shit being said, getting mad about people making up their own story, if you don't tell the story, you got a right to keep your shit to yourself. That is your right. But that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and then the thing that got me is like, well, I keep telling people because they're like, it's never a reason to shoot or hit a woman. Never, nigga. Never. Never. There is no situation you can concoct in your mind that would be like, y'all, you should punch that woman. You can read about Delilah in the Bible, nigga. She didn't deserve a punch to the face. She got the monks marked to get their land. Come on, dog. There's a lot of dirty bitches. And the, 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 the woman who said Emmett Till raped her and they killed that nigga and who's still alive. And I think she's still alive. And he didn't. She don't deserve to be pushed at least. Come on, dog. And with that being said, never advocating violence against women, but let's keep it real, y'all. Women argue to hurt your feelings. And that's why a lot of times men and women have altercations or men do stupid shit like when they hit a woman. Because from what I've seen, don't hate me. I'm just telling you from experience. Women, when they argue with other women, they do so to make someone cry. Whoever cries first loses. They run away and that's who loses. Or now they hood chicks, they fight. Men aren't built to be emotionally hurt. Typically, I'm not saying it's a skill that only women possess. If you are not prepared for that, because that's a skill I found out when I was little. I don't got to put my hands on you. I'll just say some shit to cut you deep and nigga, then you'll be crying like I punched you in the face. But a lot of times I had to fight a lot of niggas because they weren't prepared to deal with that kind of pain. I have to try to kill you now because I can't process this. And a lot of times like well, women and men, when they argue, you'll hear some shit like, damn nigga, you know, like why the fuck you uh, throw that hammer at her? Nigga, she says she hoped my dead grandma ghost is getting fucked in hell by Hitler. Damn. Didn't your grandma die like last week? Yes, nigga, she was at the funeral with me. Ooh, that's dirty. Now, I may understand, like, my wife was telling me women do that shit because they can't physically hurt you like that. Because, like, you know, check out the Jazz the King podcast, which I was just fucking on, drops, hopefully when this drops, Monday, they had an episode where they was talking about stuff like that and how every time when a woman get mad, she pulls out all the shit she knows you're going to hurt you. You little dick, broke ass, blah, 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 blah. She say all the shit. And if you was to go to that level of shit, it wouldn't be the same. Now, I say all this to say, they don't give you a reason to hurt a woman. But let's keep it real. Women argue to hurt men. Sometimes. Not saying you should get hurt. But let's just saying, I don't know what happened. None of us know what happened. But I'm thinking it sounded like she walked away. Not saying it happened. We're just throwing possibilities out there. Maybe she said some slick shit. He shot her. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised during this whole thing. At some point, you find out she was pregnant. I feel like something's missing on there. I don't know. Maybe it's just more. But that's that, you know. Uh, I hope y'all didn't get too bored with me rambling. But again, um, check out the JS and King podcast. It's um, dropping. Like I said, I am on the episode. I don't I don't know what the name of the episode is. I'm not sure. Let me see. I'm going to see if they uh, email. I, I know he sent me something. You know what I'm saying? So let's see what I got. One second, y'all. Uh, oh, it's called Superfly. Yeah, episode nine, Superfly. Uh, we talked about music and stuff like that and guilty pleasures. And um, I think I, um, again, sorry for all this noise in the background. Hopefully I can, we can get this mixed out and I'll just sound stupid as hell apologizing for it. We talked music and guilty pleasures and I think I pretty much outrandomed 
everybody when I got to the, I said I was listening to 1980s Japanese pop music. So I listened to random shit. But yeah, we're going to leave it here. Thank you all for listening, man. Uh, me rambling. And just hoping this holds you over till um, next week. I'm very sorry for not having the whole, you know, show for y'all. And I'm trying to bring it to y'all. And I'm thanking y'all for listening. And please, you know, feel free to hit me up at EYE Black Man Podcast at gmail.com. You know, send me questions, anything you got to say, hate, love, whatever. I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? And also call, text, you know, leave a message or send a text to 724-313-4519. Um, I think I'll probably have to change the uh, message on there, but just it's there. It's here. So just call. I'm getting the messages. Leave a message. Have a question or anything and get back to me. Well, not get back to me. I will get back and, um, well, you know, I'll leave a message, you know, or a text and I will um, address it on the podcast. So be slow to speak, y'all. Quick to listen. Thank y'all for listening. Once again, this is your man, All Black, a.k.a. Miles of Medea's Prowl. Thank y'all for listening. Peace.